Hello listeners, my name is Rapo Tusin. I'm your host as usual on Dwell in the Land. We have started our family series for a couple of weeks now. Been able to deal with different issues because we want it to be a blessing to you. We know you need more awareness. We, you need to be equipped before you take the next trip to the country of your dream. Whether you are going to America, you are going to UK, anywhere in Europe, or even moving from city to city or from one state to another, you need strategy for your relocation. And here we are again today, we have some guests, and I believe they are going to be a blessing to you as we deal with our family series. Specifically, we are going to be talking about family relocation, when the husband, the wife, the children make a decision that we are living where we are and going to another country, to another nation, to another city. Beautifully, this wonderful family couple, they made a decision to leave Africa and come to the United States. So I believe you are going to be blessed with their testimonies and their encouragement. You are welcome, sir and ma'am. Thank, Thank you, you for sir. having us. Sir. Well, can you introduce yourself to our listeners so that they know that you are real people? Yeah. My name is Oluwa Shiba Babalola. And my name is Margaret Oluwa You are welcome. Thank you, sir. So how long have you been in the United States? Uh, we came into the United States three years ago. Three years ago. Uh, of course, you came with your family. How many? How many are you in the family? Uh, how many boys? How many girls? Yeah, we are five in the family. We have boys. Okay. Around what? Uh, what's their age gap for the yeah. boys? When we were coming, the age is just between seventeen and twenty-one. Okay. Let me ask you, what was? Uh, how was your preparation like moving? I mean, these are those are boys, adults. How did you convince them? What did you tell them that made them to follow you? You remember, I mean, it's not that easy when you have to tell adults that we are living yeah. where we are and going somewhere else. What were the questions, things you had to deal with? Yeah, truly, the, even with the parents, we didn't prepare when we were coming. We never, the voice like a kind of exigency movement. But the boys, they were happy, excited that they're living in the country of origin, coming to the U.S., so they are very excited about that. But we, we were, we have a lot of misgivings, a lot of anxieties, a, a lot of fears. That how do we settle these boys when they get to United States? You know, sometimes we men, we have a way of thinking, we, and we don't know what the women are thinking. So let me hear from you, because yeah. sometimes we think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, sir. Thank you once again for having us. Yeah, it wasn't uh, an easy experience because at first I I personally was uh, afraid. I was afraid that uh, fear of uh, uh, unknown, you know, was just there. Then the children were, they were excited, just like my husband said. But uh, what we did was that we made, like, as my husband said, between the age of 16 to 21, that's the, the first born, that's the last born, 16, then the the first born going to 21. So, and that one was already in the uni in Nigeria. Then the two of them, they finished secondary school, they've written a passed jam, the jam. they passed jam, so they're about entering into the uni. So, and 
when they realized that we needed to move, they were excited. They really wanted to move with us. So it wasn't a problem with them, but we, the, the parents, we were... A lot of fear. Yeah. <laughs> why, why do you think they were excited? Well, uh, looking at the fathers, these boys have not left their country of origin before. It is an excitement that we, what we told them was that we just see it as a vacation. We are going on vacation for you to experience U.S. Mm. So that makes them they are very enlightened and <laughs> and the, the sorry sir. Then the other one, you know, has been in the in the school system that is already in the uni. So is aware that there's greater opportunity for him here. So yeah. he was very very happy, especially himself. You know, moving out of that country. Look, I mean, just just to be a blessing to the people who are listening to us. What were those things that you prepared when you knew now we are going to be moving? What were those things that you had to do? Yeah, yeah we have to really consult people here, people we know who okay. are staying here. So we have to make a choice of the city we have to go in. So we are contemplating on staying in Maryland or Houston or, you know. So we have to look at all of these factors, whether those how acceptable are we going to be to these fellows. And if we get there, how about the opportunities? We call some people, how about getting job, how about school, all of those factors that we need to attend to as soon as we get there. So those are the things we have to find out. And we now have to know how do we raise money, What, how much we have to go with, how much can we afford to take along with us, you know. Because we have just completed a very big project at that time, so we spent so much money. So because if we have really thought of going en masse like that, we should have suspended that project. Mm. But uh, we are able to arrange make sure that we have sufficient money that can last us for some time when we get to the United States. If you have to do it over again to prepare for your coming, now that you have been in this place for three years, yes. wh- what will you do differently? <laughs> okay. You want okay. to answer question? Yeah, I can answer that question. <laughs> so, first of all, if I wanted to do it all over again, I would have done it earlier. Mm. I was in Nigeria, I practiced as a pharmacist in Nigeria for over 30 years. Mm. So I wouldn't have stayed in Nigeria for 10 months, up to 10 years. Mm. And what would be my focus will just gather money for journey so that I will just leave and move because okay. greater opportunities are here. Yeah. Because uh, over there, I practiced for 30 years. If you compare myself, what I achieved in Nigeria with my counterpart in the United States, mm. I, I can't compare. I only contrast. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So in that case, it is an opportunity for people who are young, who yeah. are dynamic in their profession. It's good. They are ready to move mm. early yeah. because the difference is very clear. Even in Europe, in America, you cannot compare what you achieve. And I believe those who are listening to us, if yeah. you know this is what you want to do, do it as quickly as, as possible. possible. Yes. Don't delay. Yes. And th- we are hearing from the men's side now. From the woman's side, what do you think uh, you will do differently now that you have seen it here? I mean, with all the knowledge you have about this country now. Yes, uh, number one, I would have, you know, uh, prepared more. Mm. But when you say prepared money, in which, in which way and which area? Okay, like m- maybe learning uh, some skills okay. that I know that Vocational here mm. is going to be at least uh, is going to pay at the end of the day. Yeah, maybe to know yeah. exactly. Maybe I know how to 
you know, braid hair. Then the boys, my children, you know, uh, make them to learn how to cut hair and things like that. Yeah. Things that they can do and make Immediate. money. Maybe yeah. would have uh, given them the opportunity so to do that before we left. Yeah. Yes. So if you look at it now, uh, were there certain things you heard about America and you realize that these things, they were not true? Either positively or negative. What are those things you had? Uh, America is like this. Ah, be careful about America. But when you got here, you realize that they were that they were not true. They were just false alarm. What yeah. are those things? So, like uh, the time we were about to come, a lot of information were coming in. They were sending all sorts kind of messages that said some people were caught at the port. They were put. They stamped their passport. All of those information can scare. Can be scary. Because uh, it's uh, very discouraging, and uh, if you are the kind of person who wants to travel, you might be thinking, if you get to America, it's not going to be another war you are going to face. <laughs> so, <laughs> so some of those things can scare people, yeah. but uh, it's not always that way. Because uh, even uh, if you are living in America, as long as you conform with the laws, you don't break the law. You do things the way you are supposed to do it as a immigrant, then you will not have problem. Mm. So, what most people feel that uh, even when you have a traffic offense, it's going to lead to immigration offense. So, mm. people mm. always think that mm. way. But some of those things are mm. not as uh, true mm. as people think about it. I bought from your side. Yes, sir. We we heard a lot of uh, would I say rumors when we were coming, mm. but God on our side. It, it was it wasn't the way people said it. By the time we got here, God was already was already here waiting for us. In our own case, God favored us in so many ways, and um, He really made a way for us. So we didn't really experience uh, all mm, that. And the report is that people envisaged before we got here. So, when you look at the, the, maybe we should call this positive side, things you didn't uh, didn't hear about, and you got here and you realize that, wow, I wish I had known this. I mean, mean, this first side was things you had that were not true. But about things that they didn't tell you, but when you go here, you feel, wow, this is not bad at all, Hmm. you know. So it's like the positive side. Yeah, the positive side. One positive side we first discover as soon as we came is getting the children into the high school. Mm. All these children were about to enter the university in Nigeria, but we were advised that they should allow them to spend one or two years in the high school before they move further. So for them to be taken in the high school, we were so excited. Mm. And we saw it as a very positive, you know, kind of, uh, you know, effect. So, because we never knew that it would be easy to go back to school for it, because that was our big concerns, because the biggest concern of all, that uh, how do we get the children back to school? How, and, uh, how do you think the children have been able to, I mean, looking at the children, thinking about them now, how will you assess their adaptation, how they got used to this place? Maybe we'll have the opportunity of even asking them to <laughs> come and tell us their yeah. own story, because sometimes <laughs> what we are, what we are <laughs> thinking is not what they are going to do. But from your own estimation, how yeah. do you think? I think the, ch- the children are even moving faster than we, the parents. Exactly. They get further integrated, mm-hmm. better than us. Mm. In fact, even they say when we were, we will not 
be able to go to some place. I all the other ones will just go there and interact with the people, with the white, with everybody, and they get things done. Mm-hmm. You know, so they, they it's like the the children for their age, they are able to move into the system, they are able to interact, make friends in schools, and you know, so it takes them shorter time to get adapted mm-hmm. than, the, uh, than the adults. Yeah. So that's why it is good for one to live early. Mm. Yeah. Early. yeah, because they are able to come at younger yeah. age. Yeah, younger age. So, so they are able to harness all the opportunities a lot of opportunities. and privileges yeah. that yeah, are there. Yeah, privileges they have for kind of opportunities that you can access mm. if you come early, yeah, the earlier in your age. Uh, tell us what your profession was uh, when you were in in Africa, what was your profession? Yeah, I see a you lot. You said it passively, but that yeah. that people know. In uh, the profession, I lost a lot of difference. So I have to go through some courses here, and I discover but what, what, what was your profession, actually? I'm a pharmacist okay. in Nigeria. I practice pharmacist. As I've said earlier, that I practice pharmacist for almost 30 years in Nigeria before coming here. So I'm, I'm a pharmacist. I've practiced for that number of years, and I know the content of profession, professional practice in Nigeria, compared with what I have discovered here. So what I have discovered here is far better enlightening. It's, it's open. It's, it's, kind of, it's open the horizon. It makes you to know so many things that they are not uh, taken for, that you take for granted in Nigeria or in uh, Africa in particular. So you are able to know a lot of things or able, even when you are older, junior, younger grades in this profession, when you look at their curriculum content, you'll be impressed. Mm. You'll be impressed. More you lot of clinical aspects of it. It's very impressive. So how about you? Yes, uh, um, I'm a teacher by profession. I taught for over 20 years before I came into this country. And uh, since I came, as God has been so faithful, I am the children's church administrator. So I still work with the children and uh that's still my, my line and I'm I'm happy about it. What do you think are the major challenges of family in America when you look at it? Okay, sir. Like the major challenges are um that is if they are relocating, right? Yes. Okay. When they get here, when I mean, they are arriving here now, what are the major <laughs> challenges? As, yeah, there are a lot, sir. Mm. Because uh, number one, uh, um, just as as we said earlier, if if you don't uh, have people to to support you, honestly, it can support system. Honestly, mm. it can be very hard. Mm-hmm. You. As families, when you are coming with your your husband and the children, it's not going to be very easy at the first um, instance. Because in my own case, there was a day I woke up, I was crying. I cried. It took uh, my husband's intervention and the children for me to really calm down because I was looking at where I was coming from. And now here, that it is a different board game. You know, with the kind of, you know, the cultural system and everything, you know, coming down to this place. And um, mm-hmm. as families now, you know, w- one is to, to be together in everything, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. pray together. Um, uh, when there is, you know, issue, you have to, you know, discuss it together and make sure family is very, very important, honestly. If anybody is relocating, if you are coming alone, 
that will not really help us. But when you have your people with you, your husband, your your children, if there's anything you are going through, they, they, you will always get support from them, and that will help you to pull through. Yes. Yeah. As, uh, as she has said, you know, coming as a family is not easy at the first few few weeks. Okay, I remember how the pastor, Pastor Ropo, intervened in our case. Because that was the time we started having some succor, you know. Because when you came and you people you are going to meet my either living in a very small apartment and uh, they don't have a big house to accommodate you you might have to as a family you have to manage a small space so for that period of time you might feel like ah, i'm coming for i have a big mansion in my country so how could i have to put myself in this kind of situation so you will look at this you now look at the polls the call the, the pro and cons of this that okay is this was this reasonable for me to stay here? But when you look at the larger aspect of it, whereby you know that the future of the children are concerned, then you have to try to just tolerate and take all of those conditions, be perseverance, endure, so that you'll be able to. Because all of those things will come to an end at a time, and you get a better opportunity. So by the time the pastor came, and because even to commute, to move around was a problem for us. We could not transport ourselves. So we sit down, we were thinking what to do, what next <laughs> is the next thing we have to do. So all of this was burdening us. And uh, we knew that you cannot, even to get Uber, you have, a, you have to have a bank account. We are not opening a bank account so that we can even do the Uber application. So for us to move around became a very difficult problem. And uh, the person you are with may have to have to go to work, so mm -hmm. you cannot be taking you around. Mm -hmm. So everybody is struggling because this country is a land of struggling. So people cannot sit around taking you around. Mm -hmm. So, so <laughs> you, you find yourself like a fish outside water. <laughs> so uh, that was the major concern, major challenge we have. In the first sister, because we're now looking at it. This morning we said we brought. This morning we'll finish one day. And <laughs> <laughs> where do we start? Where do the money finish? Every day when you are studying, <laughs> the money you are <laughs> so This time, time I will go to the room and bring out my tickets. My flight ticket. And look at this thing. I hope I can see it. <laughs> so, 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 so how do you encourage people who are still in? wherever they are, they want to relocate or people, yeah. and people, those are two classes of one, people are already here. Yeah. Maybe they are just coming in. Mm. They have just been here for one week, one month, even less than one year. Mm. What word of encouragement do you have for them? I two know. categories of people now. Those yeah. who are still there. Maybe so they already have their visa. Yes. And people or that, they are dreaming of yes, thinking people in that it. class, in those, two, in those two classes, they need prayer, they have to pray fervently, mm -hmm. commit everything on the hand of God because even meeting Pastor Robo is God. Because we were planning to go to Easton. We came to this place. So it's God that so they have to pray fervently to know where they have to be in a particular country they want to go to. Then you also have to prepare, know what you want to do and what what you want to achieve. So those are the things. Planning. Financial aspect of it. Those are the things that. So, but now getting here, for those who are already here, what's your word of encouragement to them? 
Yeah, people already here. We also get closer to God. Mm. They need people of God. I believe that you will need assistance. When you come into a country newly, like in this place, you need a lot of assistance because you know nothing about the system. Mm. So you have to move closer to people who can assist you. And to get that kind of people, you must also be with uh, the people who are of God, people who have the mind of God, who can do things, who are not just doing things for what they can benefit, but because they are doing it for God. So you have to join the house of God. You have to just interact with people and let them know you so that you can get the necessary assistance. Because everybody needs assistance when you come here. You need to be put through. There are people who have the information, but they will not give you. Mm. Yeah. So mm. you have to meet the kind of people who will give you the right information exactly. and be able to let lead you to the right mm. path. Yeah. So that's, those are just things. People what do you think? To yes, sir. In my, in my own case, like mm. uh, those who are uh, who still want who want to come, yeah, the, this country is a land full of uh, opportunities. opportunities. Mm. So uh, we, adv- uh, we advise them if they want to come, yes, they, they are coming to have a good life over here. And uh, so what they just need to do, just as my husband said, is just to prepare and commit their wisdom to God's sense, then trust in God, then God will, will, will direct them. Then for those who are here, they need support and they should That's make sure that they, they, they come to the, uh, 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 relate with people who can give them information. And I'm also advising them that whatever they are going through now is just a phase. It will go, it will come to pass. Just three years, God has been so faithful in our lives with the support of the pastor, the church, people around. So is with God, all things are possible. Thank mm. you, sir. I always, this is always my last question. <laughs> my last, uh, God bless America, true of us, and why? Superfluous. America is a blessed country, and uh, I, I think they are serving God, and the God is blessing them. Mm. And uh, when you see things happening here, even you can see them, when you look at them as superpower, look at, uh, <laughs> you can compare them with <laughs> any other nation. So you, we, we know that uh, God is blessing the country, and then we pray that from this blessing, God will do our own so that we can receive our own blessing. Beautiful. Yes. How about you, Yes, it is. Yeah, it's, we, God bless America indeed because things are working. Is a, a country where things are working. Mm-hmm. So just as I told my husband yesterday, I said in a place where you don't need to go to the uh, gas mm-hmm. station and queue for, for 10 hours before you get gas, where there are a lot of opportunities. You don't opportunities. have to know anybody before they exactly. have to You can be <laughs> wherever you want to be. <laughs> yeah. You, you are determined. Wherever, whatever you want to be, you can be there. Yeah. So it's really a great country, and yeah. we are privileged to be here. So we thank God, and we thank uh, our pastor for his uh, continual support. He's been wonderful. Even the Church of God has been so wonderful to us in so many ways. So we really want to use this medium to say thank you, sir. We really appreciate you. And for having us here, we say thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. So we really want to appreciate those who have been listening to us. I believe that you have been able to add one wisdom or two to what you already have if you are preparing to relocate or you are already here. This is a good land. You have had it. And I believe that if you will persist, if you will hold forth and hold on and don't allow the dream to disappear, 
Mr. Iwosun have your own testimony and you will soon be able to encourage other people. Again, my name is Rapo Tusin. I'm your regular host on Dwell in the Land. Thank you for being with us. God bless you. <laughs>